What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another show. This is Mamak Sessions, gearing towards the end of the year. We're very excited because 2020 is dawning upon us. But before we move on, my name is Jenny Boy. What's up? What's up, guys? My name is Ryan. And we have a very special guest today. He is Mr. Worldwide. No, not Mr. 305. <laughs> He's got hair. He's not bald. He's got a medical degree. I know that, dude. Which is just that being said already, right? I think you guys kind of guess who it is already. Yeah, I know. I mean, he has a medical degree, but doesn't use it. He basically <laughs> uses it to make people laugh. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Dr. Jason Leung in the house. Ooh. Hello, this uh, podcast is way more hip-hop than uh, <laughs> I thought it would be, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Gene's uh, wet project dream, you know. He wants to go back to radio. <laughs> yeah, he's saying he left radio and he misses it so much, he started his own radio. Yeah, He I brought know. radio to himself. Oh, right. yeah, thank you. Yeah, because you know why they wouldn't hire me back? They said, oh, yeah, you're not like the one. Like, you know, you're not relevant anymore. I'm like, screw you. <laughs> as, if, as if you ever... As, I don't I don't think they can afford you. This is a really sweet podcast setup, guys. Uh, thank you very I much. Wish, I you. wish your listeners can see how nice the thing is. Like this proper like studio quality lighting. They actually can. Yeah, actually on YouTube. Oh, on YouTube. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so the equipment see. is so dope. Like uh, I, I'm a nerd for production porn. <laughs> so when I see this kind of like really cool gear, I like I geek up on it. You know, and I, I like I especially like audio equipment, which is really good because that's right. what we need nowadays. Yeah, nowadays right. people don't pay attention to audio equipment. I think so, I, especially for someone like you, because you know you're always with a microphone yes, 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 and you're yeah. always delivering punchlines yeah. and of course comedy on stage and especially when I record my stuff and I put it on YouTube or oh, Facebook yeah. I, I make sure I need to lapel up nicely with a G3 or something Sennheiser the, the lab mic yeah, the wireless G2, one right? and yeah. then uh, proper audio because if, if you don't have proper audio it screws up the whole video there's no problem right. yeah. Yeah. it's like they can't even hear the joke then how are they gonna laugh exactly, exactly. that's, that's yeah. very important yeah yeah. if you're wondering what lapel G3 whatever not and you don't have no idea what Jason's talking about it's just audio equipment guys yes. audio really equipment really good audio equipment hashtag yeah. production yeah. porn that's right so how have you been man okay first things first uh, I just have to say congratulations you're a dad Woo! yes uh, I have a two month old she was born on 15th October mm-hmm. uh, so I've joined the father's club it's great right yeah yeah it's great it's, re- it's really cute uh, she's really really cute uh, she's uh, sleeping like five to six hours a night, which is great. So, wow. Wow, that's so a luxury, you know? Yes, yes. How was, your, how was your kid like? I had to wake up, well, okay, I had to wake up every two hours. Uh. Oh, wow. Yeah, because she bet she was like, ah! okay, she's hungry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to Michelle, come out, pump your breast milk, come out. Yeah. No, 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 the hard part is not the feeding. The hard part is when you feed her, feed her already, then you got to burp her. Oh. And then it'll take up to like an hour, 40, 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mine was a bit tough because every time I tried to burp her, she basically vomit. Oh, yo. Did, you, did, did, uh, did your baby? No, it doesn't vomit as much. But so, she does. A bit, a, a bit. Like, a bit out. Out, yeah, what, it comes what, out a bit. Why do you have to burp the baby? So that, you can you imagine this? Sleep. Yeah, because oh. like, like if you have like gas in between your esophagus and stomach, right? You kind of feel very uneasy. So like for a baby, I would think that, like the feeling is like amplified like a hundred times because they're so tiny. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when they're, drink, when they're drinking milk, they're actually inhaling air. So yeah, like, yeah. So, not inhaling, they're swallowing, swallowing air. air. Yeah. Mm. So the air makes them uncomfortable. So if you... If you don't burp them, they, they cannot go to sleep and then yeah. you're awake. Then they, then they start crying and everything. Yeah, yeah, Ryan, oh. you got a long way to go. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can always give me a call if you need that. help. You no, know, I think I'm fine for now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take I'll take my time getting there. No rush. <laughs> no rush. No rush. Yeah, yeah but, but it's, it's the best. Isn't it? Isn't it like fatherhood? Isn't it the best thing ever? Yeah, it's not as bad as some people uh put it out to be. Uh, but luckily, like for for my wife, where she has extra help, mm-hmm. uh, so her mom, my mom-in-law, comes very often mm-hmm. uh, to help out, and also uh, we have we hired a maid, a domestic mm-hmm. helper, so that really helps also, yeah. wow. so that she can focus on the baby. And whilst the, the maid takes care of all the household chores, cleaning and cooking is a major part of the whole day. So thankfully, uh, no, uh, our helper is great. La. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you cry now when you held the baby in your hands in the first time? No, no, no. I didn't cry because uh, I was there during the... Dip. Were you there during the... Dip, the no, dip? I was not allowed. They saw my face. Like, knee, uh, face problem. Cannot come in. Did your wife do a C-section? Or? She did a C-section. Ah, no wonder uh, cannot. Uh, okay, okay. No, actually some rest- hey, restaurants... No, some can. <laughs> some, <laughs> some, <laughs> some hospitals can. Whoa. Yes, yes. Uh, they, 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 they should allow because you... You you'll be at the head of the mom like yeah yeah but like uh, when I saw my uh, so Michelle uh, delivered our baby in uh, SGMC so uh. they said initially they allowed fathers to go in for the C section okay. you know then they realized that you know you know what I'm only the doctors said like you know what all the fathers started fainting when they saw blood oh dear. so they said that look I only I'm only here to be responsible for two lives okay not three ah. so they they basically ban all fathers from going oh my in. god, oh so my funny. god. yeah. <laughs> And my 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 uh, I think like did they call it a gynae right gynae I mean my my wife's doctor. It's an obstetrician and gynecologist. Yes. Yeah, he's damn cool and he's damn chill. It's like every time we tell him things like our mothers will tell us because they are also traditional. Then the fellow looks at me one kind and he stares at me. So 
the white people do it what? Why you cannot? Exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much. The, the, I, 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 so I, I was there during my wife's delivery because it was a, it's what we call an SVD, spontaneous vaginus, uh, vaginal delivery. Mm-hmm. So it's very normal. I mean, it's normal delivery. So I was, my, my heart was in my throat because I was, I know this is the most uh, dangerous part of the whole process. process. Wow. So, so luckily, everything went well, but I was like, I was like, controlling myself. Okay, keep calm, keep calm, keep calm. Oh, wow. Um, the thing is that I know. Uh, can I just ask why did your wife deliver via C-section? What was the con- what's the indication? Okay, so um, she was supposed to go for a normal yes. uh, delivery. Ah. She was planning to do it. She was preparing herself for like eight months, and just like a month before uh, the due date, um, I think one of her friends said, "Hey, why don't you go do MRI? Is it MRI? Huh? Yeah, MRI, I, MRI okay. something to scan lah, just to see that everything's okay. Everything. MRI, okay. Yeah. So when she went for that scan, the doctor came in. Oh, your pelvic opening is actually very small. So even if you did like a natural delivery, um, you know, your baby will get stuck and then, you know, and we'll have to do an emergency C-sec. Oh. And I mean, she said, they, they said that her pelvic opening is very, very small. That's very weird. But why would they only catch it at MRI with an MRI at such a late stage? Uh, actually, nobody actually does an MRI. Yeah. <laughs> nobody does it. But, you know, we as usual, our first time parents, right, they will ask friends who are doctors and then the other friends will come, hey, maybe you should do an MRI. I looked at her, I was like, what? Okay, fine. Let's go do it. No problem. We asked the doctor. The doctor's like, hey, no problem. Hey, you're paying for it, right? More money for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we did it. And then he's like, okay, you know what? Uh, luckily, you're dead because even if you didn't, you know, you were going for natural labor, right? Um, you know, it would have caused, oh, caused a bit of complications and you were basically be wheeled in for a emergency C-sec anyway. Mm. So after that, when he said, okay, let's do C-sec, she panicked. Oh. <laughs> because yeah. for eight months, she was, yeah. say, she was like preparing her, her, mentally preparing herself for natural delivery. And all of a sudden, you know, the, when she says C-section, the only thing that goes through her mind is like, oh, uh, she's, they're going to cut me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah. So that's the thing, right? So I, I wanted to ask because nowadays I see, uh, this is not uh, with any imper- empirical evidence or surveys, but I just, anecdotally, I, I, I find that a lot of my friends Whose whose wives all did themselves go to uh, private hospitals yep. for delivery? Somehow or other, they most of them, if not all, get persuaded to do C-section. C-sections. Oh wow. oh wow! And 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 I know that if you do a C-section, um, you get charged more. Yes. So presu- mm. Presumably, the doctors and the hospitals make more money. That's yeah. that's that's fair. But the thing is, a lot of them are being persuaded to do C-sections even when it's not needed. C-section is actually major surgery right. uh, with all the uh, risks of surgery and anesthesia. Mm-hmm. And a, a lot of women nowadays are, how to say, opting. Like they are, they are choosing to deliver via C-section, which back in the day, it's not an option. A C-section is a, it's like a workaround to a problem. Like a last yeah. minute oh. like emergency. It's not, it's not really emergency. Some, 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 maybe some, a lot of women, are their, their, their pregnancies are planned in such a way that they will deliver via C-section. Why? Because for, for instance, the, baby, the baby's presentation is the butt comes out first. Yep. So mm-hmm. that will cause mm-hmm. the ah, yes, vagina. Yes, yes, yes. So they do a C-section. Or yep. like if the baby is very big, or your baby is four kilos, if you're going to have difficulty coming out, we do a C-section. So yes. these, these are elective. They are planned. Right? Mm. Then there's the emergency ones where okay the the uh, the the heart rate is dropping because there's a cord around the neck or whatever or oh. the baby is drowning or uh, the baby is uh, uh, how to say it, like uh, uh, the mother is having seizures and we need to take the baby out to prevent the, to stop the seizures whatever these are these are problems in which the C-section is a workaround is a is a is a is a tool to overcome a problem yeah but nowadays a lot of people are choosing to have C-sections it's like it's, it's it shouldn't be a choice yeah. Mothers should be encouraged to do Natural. spontaneous vaginal delivery. Uh-huh. And if problem occurs, then you go for C-section. Yeah, right. I had a friend, uh, two friends recently, I, I, I spoke to them and I'm sure they won't mind me sharing. I won't say the names. Their family, their extended family, have persuaded them somehow or other to go for C-section because... When you do a C-section, you can control the date of the delivery. Oh, oh my man. God, yes. For the date. And that is horrible. That yeah, is, that is this is ridiculous. It's like you're trying to control fate, like like you're trying to. And, and play the definition of fate is that you can't be it, can't be controlled. Fate right? can't be controlled. Yeah. It doesn't matter what what day your baby is born. As long as it comes out healthy. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Ryan. As long as it comes out healthy, it's okay. What what's this? The date does not determine anything. I I, I know when my you read too much into your feng shui yeah. <laughs> no, I know I know that my my in laws right were looking at dates. But the thing is, they were not adamant of, oh, you must come out on this day. It's like, oh, I mean, if your baby come out on this day, it's okay. But I, the thing is, when my baby came out one week earlier, they said, oh, this is also a good day. There's nothing wrong. I'm so, like, so there is no good day. There is no the bad good day, day then. is when the baby comes out healthy. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yes. a very good day right there. <laughs> the good day is when the baby comes out healthy. And, and so I, 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 I find myself getting 
uh, quite disturbed because on the one hand there is this how shall I say, there is a I think there is some sort of conspiracy where private doctors are persuading patients to go for C-sections mm-hmm. because they make a lot more money. That, that that's I can understand that. Uh, it's very bad. I can understand that. But then on the other hand, uh, okay, and these these doctors will persuade them right. At the end, they will hide behind the patient comes first. Patient wants it, so we have to give. Yes. Okay. Defensive medicine. Yeah. Then, but now I find that there's another portion. There's the the other side. The patients themselves are deluding themselves into doing a lot more C-section, which is, is horrible. There are a lot of complications that can occur during a C-section. Yeah. You know, like um, uh, uh, bladder rupture, uh, intestinal damage. All this because all these structures are near the uterus. Mm. This all this can happen. It's unnecessary risk, uh, Yeah, and sometimes yeah. you know, like I, I've I've read about how like because when the, so the the they, they cut through the water and then they cut through the uterus, yeah. right? And something they can they can tercut the baby's face because oh. you scalp them. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh wow, so it's, just, it's just it's a it's 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 bad shape, lah. Uh. Oh man, it's, 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 there is a, dude. It's so, not. It's not. Oh man, it's like it's. <laughs> It doesn't help that Jason's a doctor himself. Yeah. That's why he knows all these yeah. risks. So the, the the next time you have, you're you're at the age now where all our friends are getting pregnant. Ask yeah, them yeah. Which hospital you're going to? Oh, private. And then you ask them if if it's C-section, then why? I had I had some friends you who know? wanted to do C-section because they were afraid of pain. Ah, pain. Yeah. Good good point. So so they, uh, she, I mean like I had a friend. who's like you know what I I will not be able to take the whole stress of uh, being in labor for twenty four hours. I just want it go inside. Tap 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 done and everything. Okay. So right now, see my wife also works as an anesthesiologist. Oh. Okay. So right now, due to advances in modern medicine, mm-hmm. there is this thing called epidural. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now we always see all the when you when you watch uh, scenes of delivery in movies. Mm-hmm. Of course, the woman is screaming. Why? <laughs> Because not dramatic, man. <laughs> right? If I'm, a, if you, if you all direct a scene where the woman's giving birth, we are True, gonna, we're yeah. gonna make her scream, right? Yeah. yeah. But nowadays, women with epidurals, they don't, they, don't, they are not in pain. Oh really? They may be in discomfort, but they're not like they're searing pain. You know? yeah. Because the epidural goes in and it kind of numbs your lower half. My mom had epidural when yeah. she had me. She uh. was like, super easy. Yeah. Well, like I can scream. Right, yeah. No, like didn't really have to scream. I think yeah. at one point she was saying like. No, I mean like, like I said like ice cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the doctor actually had to feel for the contractions because she couldn't feel. Yes. Oh, yeah. right. So, numb until like that. so my wife had colleagues in the anesthesiology department uh, who made sure that epidural is running, and because she's a doctor herself, she knows that when there's epidural running, you don't feel the bottom half, so you gotta you gotta push even harder. You yeah. Your yeah. mind has to be because you, it's too relaxed. Really. Yeah. Yeah. So. She pushed out and everything was fine and she was not she didn't scream in pain everything was very comfortable mm-hmm. so uh so there's another the, 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 there's another myth right that childbirth is painful it has to be painful it's not it doesn't have to be painful if you put an epidural in properly it's no pain yeah no pain whatsoever and and uh, and that's the the problem some, I mean there are some women I mean the older generation will say you must feel the pain you know oh last time I didn't do epidural like a right of passage and, 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 yeah <laughs> like, like the baptism of fire which is bullshit you don't <laughs> <laughs> you don't have, why must pain be necessary? Now with modern medicine, no, you don't have to feel pain. So again, my mom had the same thing with my my first my, my elder brother. Right. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, she didn't get epidural for for his birth. And she, she was, it was pain. Uh. Of course, it was pain like shit. Uh. Mm-hmm. And after that, she was like, you know, screw that shit, man. Yeah. Epidural all the way. Damn. So she had epidural with me. And when I came to my youngest brother, yeah. she had epidural. But I've not scared epidural takes some time to kick in, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it takes some time to kick in. Yeah. So she had the epidural and then but then my brother decided to like rush out. Oh. So before the epidural could kick in, he yeah. wanted to Oh my god. Yeah. He has in Julian, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It's, it's too so, much of a hurry. And so like, there's so many good things that happen when you're not in pain, you know? Mm-hmm. Like your breathing is more regulated, your heart is not under so much stress, everything and and uh your when your breathing is more regulated, there's better exchange of oxygen to mm-hmm. the blood or everything. Whereas when you're in pain, <laughs> it's not efficient. Is it is it safe to say that it's actually safer when you're not in pain because you're not like struggling too much or anything? You're not in stress, yes. And also, uh, this comes back to the, the question of C-section, right? Uh, sometimes labor can be very long. Mm. The, the, yeah. the, the, the contraction part, right? So if the woman is in pain, she'll be like, ah, oh, pain, pain, doctor, come on, let's and, and, let, get it out now. So the doctor will be under pressure to Get a baby out via yeah. C-section. Oh, right. whereas you can actually have the you can actually have the luxury of waiting. Some labors can go up to twenty four hours. Oh my god! So with with when when there's epidural, mom is comfortable, husband is comfortable, mm-hmm. nurses are comfortable, doctors are comfortable. It is better for everyone, and the baby is not so much stress because when your mom is stressed, you release all these uh, 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 these hormones and inflammatory markers which will affect the baby also. Yes. So 
epidural is the way to go. So I think a lot of people need to, a lot of parents like parents understand that with epidural it's comfortable and you don't have to go through C-section. In fact, C-section, uh, if you go for spontaneous vaginal de- delivery with an with or without epidural, if everything's well, next day you go home. Like my wife delivered at two fifteen p.m. Mm-hmm. She went home the next day. Whoa! Wow. Next day, next day, spontaneous. We, wow. Next day, that's how that's how fast they can let you go. But with a C-section, you can stay up to f- a week in hospital. Yeah, um, post post operation because, because it's a, okay. So there's a ma- imagine there's a major scar on your yeah uh, a transverse scar below the uh, tummy tummy uh, uh, and that's that's just the skin. It, the, it cuts through the fascia, the, the muscles, the fat, yeah, the, the muscle and the uterus. Yeah, wow. so it's a wow. it's a major cut. So it takes it takes a while to heal. Yeah, minimum is three days. Uh, and then sometimes if it's a lot of bleeding, they put a drain. Yes. So that the, it drains out because oh, the, 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 the fluid drains blood, yeah. out. So they need to if, if the drain it takes longer to stay. So, um, and I would argue that you actually spend more time in hospital and more times in pain. Not, you know, rather than the and more time and more money. They don't take into consideration yeah. the post operation kind of like yeah, pain it's five and to the seven days in process the hospital. after that. Yeah, wow. at least with with uh, SVD we call it. You go back home the next day. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So it's like for the first. So now for the first fifteen minutes of this podcast. It's you medical. should be, it, yeah, it's been, it's been medical. So, you know, you listening on the other wow. end, yeah. <laughs> you should know what to do, man. Yeah. You're having kids, you know, do your research, <laughs> and, make an informed just, decision. Yeah. Just to end, end, end on this, right? So with, uh, it's a good business model, I have to say. Wow. <laughs> because you know why? Once you have a C-section, uh, the, your next birth must be C-section. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, because it's dangerous to have, because your uterus has a scar. Yeah. Because oh. you cut through the uterus. It'll tear right? if you... Uterus has, so if you have another birth via vaginal delivery, the uterus must contract and there is a risk of the uterus while contracting rupture. Oh, and dear. When it ruptures, wow. when it ruptures, there's a lot of bleeding, the woman may die. Oh, wow. So the next, surg- the next birth must be C-section. And that one is big, it's like you have to really like you it's have the to safety. There's no, there's no, there's no, like, now, there's no now it's not an option anymore. Yeah. Now it's a must. So okay. again, so if a, if a private practice, I'm, I'm again assuming, uh, I'm alleging no evidence. <laughs> <laughs> if I, as a private practitioner, I pers- persuade a mom to do C-section, I guarantee, I get, the, I get the money for the C-section. I am also guaranteed another C-section in the future. If they, yeah, if they would they have, another kid. have another kid. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's, a, that's okay. Now, now we know. The more the, we know. The dark side of I the I think this is the industry. most informative podcast. I know. This yeah. is very, very, very informative. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. we look at the producers behind the cameras. They're just like smiling. He's like thinking, okay, I should I have my, my no, future <laughs> wife go natural or not? Because we have someone who actually went to school to talk on a podcast. Who? Then this one? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yes. Jason is a certified <laughs> doctor, by the way. Other guests don't go to school. Yeah, a lot of people. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> like, look, for those of you, for, for most of you listening, you may, you may know Jason uh, Leong as the stand up comedian. And then, of course, there's a title of Dr. Jason Leong. Some people might think, do, do some people think, like, oh, is that real or is that fake? You know what I mean? Uh, well, when I'm, <laughs> when I'm being bashed on Twitter uh-huh. and social media, uh, they'll say, Are you uh, doctor? Ni doctor? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you get into stand up comedy? Okay, look, okay. Yeah. Let's rewind back to the day where you decided to go into medical school. Uh, no, wait, the choice of, is it, was it your choice? Or my choice. Your choice. Okay, yeah. not your parents' I, choice. No, uh. no. Actually, that's the thing. It wasn't my parents' choice. I, did, I definitely wanted to go to medicine. Uh, and my parents were a bit uh, worried because they didn't have enough money to send me to medical school. That time was very expensive. Yeah. Uh, like even IMU was, at that time, I remember it was 270000 for the five Wow. For five years. So, oh my gosh, yeah. for five. That means like what? You're talking about like 40, 50,000 a year. That, yeah. now, no, but nowadays that's really cheap. Because that is, because nowadays, pri- uh, but, uh, private school, international level is, international it's private about, school yeah. is, is 50 grand, 60 grand a year. The higher ones, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not, it's, not, it's not a big deal nowadays, but mm-hmm. back then it's very expensive. So, but I did want to do study medicine. Then uh, I became a doctor and then I worked for five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really enjoy the job not because of the job itself, mm-hmm. but just the bureaucracy and how, uh, how to say, it's, it's really tough working hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and too many patients and I just didn't like it and there's a lot of red tape involved and I could see the future. I could see back then, I could see that uh, this is, is going to be a dead end job for me and the industry, I mean, the healthcare industry for doctors in Malaysia won't be, it won't be improving anytime soon. Oh, wow. Uh, that brings me to a big topic on top of later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, I, so I, for two years, I did, stand-up comedy and work as a doctor for two years. Okay. Uh, so it, and as I got busier doing comedy, I realized that, okay, one has to give. Yeah. So I decided to stop comedy for, uh, stop being a doctor for a while and do comedy mm-hmm. uh, for three months, then three months became six months, became 12 months and then... Uh, that, but that's a really big decision. I mean, like to stop being a, being yeah. a medical practitioner to, you know, 
do and com do comedy. So completely I, I, different ends yeah. of the field. Yeah. So I did comedy for two years first, and then once. Uh, I re- I know that I can make enough money to sustain myself mm-hmm. without my salary from uh, for uh, my, my doctor's salary. Then I had to see first. I stopped for three months. Yeah, I see how the three months go. It went well. It became six months. So it's it's, it's it's a big decision. Yes, but I I made sure to transition smoothly. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like you know when you're like uh, putting yourself in the spot, taking yourself away from the norm and uh, the usual safety net. Mm. Like okay, you work as a doctor. You get a you get a monthly payroll. Yes, right. You know you you, you kind of like in a way are secured. Yes. Right? You'd be like, okay, cool. I'll continue working. But then again, when you take away all of that, uh, you're put into survival mode. Yes. And then, you know, you're not going to sit down there and be basically given shows. You're going to go out there and basically exactly. ask for shows. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so it, it applies to yes. everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even when you left radio, you, you, did, you, you, you left that safety net and you got you to gotta hustle, right? Yeah, too. When I left radio, I think like, uh, I was like, look at my bank and I was like, okay, I can survive for seven. I'll tell you, look at it properly. Okay, like, maybe six and a half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so that, exactly that is. So like, I... I so I worked for I think three years before I you know I worked for five years then I stopped. So in the five years, uh, luckily my personality is such that I I save a lot of money. Yeah, I don't have to spend a lot. So okay, I, I enough to survive for a year or two. You made sure you had that you had that uh, cushion there. Yeah, cushion. La. Yeah, mm. so they don't. So that it's important because like for a lot of freelancers out there, uh, especially those who are starting to, who want to transition to becoming freelancers, mm-hmm. they need to know that if you have enough money to 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 survive for a few months or a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can focus on your craft number one, and you're not you're not pushed to make stupid decisions that will hinder right. your your freelancing mm-hmm. career. Yeah, yeah. You're not you're not forced to sell sell yourself short, and then there was, uh, uh, how to say, stunt your growth. I think uh, most freelancers you know, are selling themselves shorts these days. Yes, that's the problem. Just because they wanna look, I need to get in into it, and then you yeah. know they just like okay, he's doing it for like five hundred bucks. I'll do it for a hundred. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it for fifty. And there's no way you can you can reach that quality of. 500 if you're doing 400. You're, right. just, yeah, you're, yeah. you're either selling yourself short or you're selling your client short. Yeah. And then you kind of ruin the market for everyone. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, yeah, I mean, it's an it okay transition and luckily I started, uh, I think just like you, you know, you started when YouTube was becoming big. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I think like, uh, it's safe to say I started when there wasn't anyone else doing it in Malaysia. Yes. I think I, I was introduced to YouTube via your videos. Like, oh, what's this Genie boy? Oh, you, oh, YouTube is a dis- is the thing now. Yeah, it's, a, it's an avenue, is a is a is another channel where yeah, you can yeah, yeah. never heard of uh, yeah. YouTube then. So, uh, the industry started growing also at the same time when I when I f- discovered comedy and then I start, and I realized then that whoa, the appetite of Malaysians uh, for stand up comedy was huge. And yeah, it's going to yeah. go it's going to go upwards from here. So I thought okay, slow and bit by bit every day every 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 month that went by like oh yeah. My decision is justified slowly and slowly, so like, so I didn't have to go back to uh, to medicine. So I, it's been a, it's been a great uh, how many years? Uh, it's almost te- almost nine years. It's wow! Yeah, I mean, like, look at Jason's been selling yeah. out shows. Okay, I went, yeah. I went finally. Okay, I finally went for one of his stand-up shows. <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. I went to one of his yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. Have you been probably. to any? Yeah. How many? I've been like to like four. Oh, oh thanks, man. Oh yeah. shit! I'm gonna buy the poster somewhere. Line up one to. Oh man! Thanks, thanks. I'm I'm sorry. Hey, shut up. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it's 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 been a a, a, great, a great time lah. Uh, very, very thankful. And, and I think it's also a very interesting story for you because like then your your comedy bit you can incorporate your, your do, past yeah. medical you know your past medical experiences. Yeah, into yeah, your yeah. Bits. yeah, yeah. I do, I do. And uh, okay, like speaking of which, like a lot of people would think that hey, stand up comedy can make money, man. And, ah. but for me, like I kind of think it can. Cause it, like you know, obviously, if the, being the Chinese person I am, I went to his show. It was sold out, right? Then I was like thinking, uh, how much is one ticket? Okay, how many people here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, how many shows is it? <laughs> Whoa, basket! This fellow's <laughs> making a shit ton of money, yeah. man. Only Chinese people, only Chinese fans will do <laughs> this. Like <that. laughs> yeah, uh, it's like uh, oh, man. they're not as impressed as the, the sold out show. They're as impressed as the number of tickets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. You know, when, yeah. when Jason comes out and he's opening, I'm so I'm so glad there are almost a thousand of you. Oh, a thousand, okay, a thousand times <laughs> ticket price, <laughs> times seven days, times okay, okay, Australia. Australia, everything. Oh my god, this guy is minting it, huh? Then next time you call Jason, hey Jason, I'm coming. I'm trying. I'm not busy. Ah shit, you lah. <laughs> no, the the one great thing about do so. Okay, here's the problem with doctors, right? Uh, and my friends will agree with this. Doctors only hang out with doctors. Okay. Mm. And they see the world through doctor lens, doctor eyes, right? Because that's because doctors are very busy. Yeah. There's no time for social life. Yeah. So 
anytime they have time to socialize is with other doctors. Oh. So they only hang out. Right. Yeah. So that's the problem. So when I stepped out of the medical field and I did stand up comedy, I was exposed to a lot of other things like YouTubers, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, 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 like earners, comic, comic book artists, yes. yeah. uh, filmmakers, mm-hmm. uh, MCs. Right? Yeah. yeah. All these kind of people are making lots of money. Right, and they 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 don't they don't necessarily have to be doctor, lawyer, engineer, accountant, uh, whatnot, because like it's 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 a it's a it's a whole different creative industry that yeah. you just didn't know about. Yeah, right. And uh, and here's the thing about like I I always caution people, young people who they want to seek career advice. Yeah, it's career advice, right? And the problem with career advice is no one is uh expert enough in all the careers of the world to mm. tell you what career you should go to. No one. That's true. Right? The only people who, who can maybe give some advice are their parents, right? Mm-hmm. But they can only give advice based on their own careers. Yeah. Right? A doctor can only talk to, to his son about being a doctor. And yeah. that's why their sons would most probably be a, a doctor. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's only one advice. Mm. There's, only one, there's only one career you know of. You don't, a, 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 a doctor is absolutely blind and obtuse about the career of a YouTuber. No, yeah. Yeah. absolute no idea. Same as how a YouTuber does not know anything about what's it like doctor. being a doctor. So, exactly. So when you, when these people when they ask for career advice, it's actually at the end of the day you just ask yourself what you're gonna do. There's, there's no no one can advise you accurately enough about careers. Yeah. Right? And and I, I say this example like so I tell my friends, okay, so ten years ago, ten years ago, if someone were to ask you what career you want to to which career will make more money? Mm-hmm. All and guess or YouTuber? People Which, think all and gas. People, of course, all and gas. Yeah. Of course, right? But look at it, all and gas people are suffering. Mm-hmm. They're, they're losing jobs and YouTubers are making a lot of money. YouTubers you are get, choosing which Maserati to buy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not yeah. me lah, okay, not me. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. NOC, NOC. Oh, <laughs> NOC, <laughs> Jen Hatan. Yeah. So, so it's like, how, you, you have no idea. You have absolutely no idea. Like, and, and come back to this big point now. Like 10 years ago, oh, doctor, lawyer, engineer or, or stand-up comedian. Oh, f- no one will say be a stand-up comedian. Yeah. It's more stable. Yeah. No, be a doctor. But look at, look at the news recently, right? The, gov- the Malaysian government is planning to cut the pay of new doctors who join the, the civil service uh, under MOH. Oh, shit. By about 750 ringgit. Wait, what's their starting pay? Uh, Okay, I, I, can't, I, I don't know yeah. the details. What's but, the range? But the rough, the new new doctors yeah. at the most junior level, they take home about 5,000 ringgit. Okay, okay, take home, okay. Take home, yeah. right? okay. Which is okay. decent. They, they are about 24 years so old. So this is like fresh out of uni. Fresh out of uni. They come in, they get all the, they get all their pay and their allowances, all lumped in, pay off your tax, pay off your EPF, you get about 5,000. That's, yeah. that's, that's fair. Okay? I feel that's, fair. That's pretty good. Yeah. Go how many years yeah. of school to yeah. get there. I think it's yeah. fair. But now, they are planning to cut the pay by 750 ringgit. Why? Why? Yeah, because, because, I don't know, government no money. <gasps> right. But, oh my really? God, this is like your healthcare professional. And here's the thing, right? So this, this salary has been the same since I started working. Oh man. This is the same salary 10 years ago. Oh wow. Right? 10 years ago, I got the same pay as the do- new doctors joining the service now. And, and of course, 10 years ago, 5,000 can buy yeah. a lot more than yes. what you can buy 5,000 now. And, and since 10 years ago, House prices have at least doubled. Yeah, at, at least yeah. doubled. So I'm technically two times richer when I was 24 years old than the doctors who join the service now. Wow. And now not only are not only are the hours very long and it's a, it's, it's a tough job, their, their their pay is being cut by 750 ringgit. Wow. Because the the government says, oh, we're not going to give you the critical. Okay, so a doctor's salary is first there's the gaji poko, which is the base pay. Yeah. Yes. And then there's a lot of like. Uh, uh, Overtime? Al- no, uh, yes, oh. on call. And there's also allowances like okay. oh, you, uh, oh, uh, out of state allowances, leaving allowances, mm-hmm. uh, 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 whatever. La. But, and one of them is the critical allowance, which means like you do critical work, like you, you save people's life, you work right. overtime, you work mm-hmm. at night. Your, your job is super important. So they give it allowance. That one also don't have. Huh. Oh. Now they're cutting it out. So, by, by, so there's about, there's a, if essentially a pay cut of about 750 ringgit. Wow, wow that's, that's, quite a, that's quite a sum, you know. That's yeah. a, Close to about 20% of and, the salary. And adding salary. to that, so the statistics have shown that over the past decade, uh, the number of patients going to public healthcare services has quadrupled. Wow. Has quadrupled. So the need for doctors are actually like, like is, is the, the demand for doctors are actually growing uh, in that yeah. sense. The, the, not, not, not just the demand, but the burden on the services. Oh, okay. Right. okay. On the facilities. Has, has like mm. quadrupled. And, and doctors are still getting paid the same. And now they want to get. So now, what's interesting is now there's a petition online uh, being circulated on, which got like 70,000 signatures in, in one day. Wow. Uh, and what's interesting is the. Okay, so this 
pay cut only affects new doctors coming to the service, mm-hmm. right? But all the existing doctors, like the medical officers, the specialists, the consultants, yeah, all they all on board this campaign to 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 get the government to to not cut the the pay because we all know that once you start with the junior doctors, yep. Tomorrow is going to be the senior yeah. doctors. Oh, it's going to be the consultant. So better stop this now. <laughs> stop the virus before yeah. it spreads. And all this like it's been happening around the world. Like even in the UK and Zimbabwe and a few other countries, the junior doctors are going on strike. Like no, the pay is pay is horrible. Bad bad facilities. Bad bad uh bad hours. And I think four or five years ago in Ireland there was a, a junior doctor strike. So what they did was all the senior doctors will take over the junior doctors' roles. Uh-huh. They cut down the clinics. So like all the non-essential clinics, cut, 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 cut. Mm-hmm. Junior doctors go on strike. So, the, so they ran like a skeletal healthcare system wow. while the junior doctors went on strike. Wow. To, prove, to, to tell the, 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 the board, the health board, hey, look, you need to either increase the pay or reduce the number of hours because it's ridiculous. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. And all this is a ticking time bomb. It is. Yeah. It is. No? It's, a, it's a ticking time bomb. Imagine your doctor trying to save your life. He's just really upset about his own life. Right. Yeah. But the, the thing, other thing also is like, is I, I don't think like the medical profession, like the graduates are like lessening at any rate, right? I mean, no, I don't think so. You get, you get new, a new batch of doctors coming in every single semester. Yeah, I don't know about that because there, there was a point in time where uh, medic, the medical university business was a very lucrative business. Yeah, yeah. and, so and they were just they're just sh- mushrooming everywhere, mm-hmm. and now there's too many. Oh, so God. now, interestingly, as not that you brought it up, now, last time when I joined, when, when doctors joined the service, you after you finish your housemanship, you are you 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 are contracted to the government, no? Yeah. So you work now. You're a government servant, and it's like a long term. It's a long term. It's a, it's a contract la. and you, government servants are very you know it's very hard to fire a government servant mm-hmm. it's essentially because it's, I think it's because you're appointed by the, technically it's a deem that you're appointed by the agong oh. civil service yeah. okay. so it's very hard to fire someone I see it's hard to fire someone I'll give an example remember there's a case about the uh, the head of department at Hospital Sungai Bulo who yes, was yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, there, there was apparently oh, yeah. allegedly yeah. that he was uh, yeah. involved in like some yeah. sexual harassment. He case. was he was actually just I think suspended or something. Wow. He was not fired, so he could still get his pension. Wow. Oh my god. So it's very hard to fire. So 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 now when when I first joined, yes, I w- I was contracted by the government. Mm-hmm. Now new, because it's too many. Mm-hmm. When they join, it's that temporary contract. Oh wow! You join Houseman. Yeah, Housemanship is two years. Uh, your contract one year only. Huh. Ah. After one year, if everything okay, if we if we still need you, continue on. Then if we don't need year. you, continue then. Then you, you can chow and go elsewhere, lah. Fry chakwetia or whatever. Oh my, oh my, oh my gosh. gosh! Be a stand-up comedian. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so, like oh so wow. That's that's why things are bad for 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 new doctors now. Overall, I think things are bad for young people. Do you, do you feel that? I kind of feel, feel that. that? Yeah, yeah, I do. They're like put in this situation where like, look, um, you know, they have to basically, it's basically the minute they are born, they are in survival mode. Yeah. Mm. You know, <laughs> I, I, read, I read in this article somewhere like, you know, to afford a house, the, the correct ratio is something like uh, you can buy a house that's 200, 200% or 300% more than your basic salary. La. Mm-hmm. 300% means like three times the salary? Three times? Uh, yeah, three, time, three well, times the salary. Three times, some, something like that. So your, like, your yearly income. La. Your oh, year, uh, yeah, you get what okay, I mean? There's, okay, there's, okay, a, there's okay. that ratio there, you know? Like oh, let's say see, if, see. Your, if your, your yearly income is like 30,000, your house should, maybe you can afford no more than a 300,000. Yeah. So is it 300%, 100%? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like 200,000 ring, uh, ringgit house that all. But now, like you, like you said, the house prices have like tripled and quadrupled yeah. and it's insane. It's like, how are you going to afford a house these days? Is yeah. yeah, but then again, really the houses, okay, those are houses within popular areas that are in the city. But if you go further away, they're a little bit cheaper. Yeah. But yeah. how far away do you have to go? I don't know. It you depends. Know I mean? Yeah. It's, uh. like, it's a major problem. Like, 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 even like, I just, just by looking at the, the, the salaries of new doctors, it's horrible. It's, I don't know how they're going to survive. The oh. amount of effort and blood, sweat and tears they put into getting their medical degree is like, oh my God. Mm. Hey, but hey, if you're listening and you're a doctor, I just want to say that, you know, we appreciate whatever you're doing. We love yeah. you. Yeah, you, you I guys. I love you too. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man, Jason. Yes. So how la? I mean, you just okay. I'm just gonna recap what happened to you this year. You well, you became a dad. Obviously. Yes. Okay. You just wrapped up a, a tour with NACC. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think 10th anniversary tour. Yes, it's a 10th anniversary and uh, the goodbye tour. Like yeah, uh, so yeah. it's like oh. a, uh, the the franchise, the brand has come to a close. It's not it's not a gimmick where you know it's yeah. the last one. <laughs> and then like, oh, it was the last time, huh? Then yeah. tomorrow's like oh the comeback tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the Backstreet Boys, you know what I mean. Yeah, I think I think it's, it's definitely the time has uh, the, the time has come to a to a close on the MACC brand, mm-hmm. you know, because I think it, in the beginning the four of us joined forces. Mm-hmm. It was beneficial to us because the MACC's reach was greater than the sum of our each of our popularities. Mm-hmm. Oh so, wow! So with with, with when you brand us MACC, more people come to to our shows. Yeah, right, right. right. But as individually we became uh, better known and uh, uh, and and more. Uh, at better at comedy, mm-hmm. the MCC now is kind of like it's taking away our 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 power because now it's like people come and they think it's a it's a it's, we are the cheap package ah the, ah this is the you, I pay one price I get to see four combo deal <laughs> combo deal you know what I mean yeah. so so and 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 I made it a point to do a solo tour every year mm-hmm. and I almost sell out sell out very, very close to sell out every tour yeah and then I, I started to realize that actually you know if the four of us did our solo tours yep. Actually, we all on average make more money yeah. than if we just every year we just do one MECC show, right? Exactly. And then we split the profits, whatever. It's it's, it's not 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 um, yeah. So now the MECC has become our crutch. I see. Okay, and and it's 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 not good to always rely on crutches. Yeah. Or if you want to sell out a tour, MECC, they was we will sell out that tour, right? Right. No, we need to learn how to sell it on, on ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 how it should be. Yeah, um, and I feel like shouldn't you shouldn't be like ah, it shouldn't. Be, I, I'm just gonna tour with three other guys and yeah. split yeah. the burden. No, it's got. We have to keep uh, striving. So I spoke to the boys and I said, look, uh, I think everyone should do their own solo tours. And even uh, uh, Douglas is doing. It. Douglas never toured solo. He always toured with someone. You know, even though he he headlined oh, our show, okay, he's yeah. never himself only. So I think now it's interesting for to see what he's gonna come up with uh, just by himself. Yeah, and oh. people will still come and watch. Yeah. yeah, and and I don't want people to say oh. Oh, oh, you no more uh, now. Now I have to see for you individually. Uh, no, last time so cheap. Nah, no more. We can't be cheap for you. <laughs> <laughs> we can't, we can't right. be cheap forever, we can't be man. Ten years and then still maintain the yeah, same you know, thing. The yeah, the ticket prices last the the, the 2018 show. They were like the most expensive was 60 ringgit. Uh huh. To see four of us. Wow. Oh my god, that's that's honestly dirt yeah, cheap. That's super that's cheap. Dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. You know. So and so thankfully last uh, that in November we uh we sold uh but. Six thousand tickets. Wow! At prices which were our 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 cheapest ticket price was more expensive than what than our most expensive price last year. When you year. first started, oh, yeah. last so, year. Yeah. So now now it's eight hundred eighty hundred and hundred twenty. Wow. Okay, let's just say that each ticket is. Don't forget their costs. Wow. Doesn't matter. Doesn't wow. You think, so, okay. I mean, assuming assuming the cheapest ticket is sixty, yeah. Uh, what six thousand or three? Oh, that's almost four hundred thousand. Wow. Yeah, four thousand. <laughs> that's only one night, you know. No, like what? No, six thousand over total, four nights. Uh, over four nights. Oh, four nights. Uh. Yeah, four, four shows. Four okay, shows. Okay, four yeah. shows. Four shows. That's only one. 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 Yes, only in KL. Uh, got uh, Penang, no, no, it JB. definitely. Yeah. So we, uh, myself and Jen Han produced the tour. So it, we definitely made more money. More money than last year, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but I'm thinking that next year. If each one of us sells out well, we'll still make, make more money this year. And yeah. that's the way it should be. Every year must try and make more money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and going back to that, okay, you, yep. you you saying that you sell out shows. Go back to the first day when you went up on stage for the first time. My God. Yeah. yeah. Like how many people did you put, uh, did you actually oh. perform in front of? And what's the, well, and, and at any point in your time in your whole stand-up comedy career, were you at your lowest? Be like saying like, shit, you know what? I think I kind of made a mistake. Screw this. <laughs> uh, so the first time I performed was at Zook. Uh, Velvet Underground. Mm-hmm. Oh my Zook. God! Velvet, Velvet, Velvet Underground. Underground Velvet has Underground. stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this was in 2010. Yeah, all the drunk oh standing Lord. up. That's yeah. right. So there was about 100 people. It was a great, great gig. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, I there's uh, been times where I feel the lowest, but there's never been a f- time where I feel all oh, this is a mistake. Right. Mm. Lowest as in like I go to a corporate gig and I remember this very well. It was in Kota Kinabalu when I did a corporate gig. I was with three two other guys, so mm-hmm. I was in the middle. So the first guy went on, he killed. I went on, died. Like, oh, oh no. Right. Really died. Like, oh. the, the client hated me, the boss hated me, the event manager hated me, the event agent hated me. So, like, wow. So, and uh, everyone was really upset. And he was more upset for me because this was in KK. Yeah. And it was on my birthday. Oh, oh no. man. I almost teared up, man. Like, why am I doing this? Oh, man. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh. but okay. And then, then fast forward to like this year where you sold out some of your own shows as yeah, a solo yeah. act. How does that feel? Like, whoa, I just do you, you know, does it go through your mind? Like, I deserve this. I worked hard. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, definitely. So like for the tour, my own solo tour, uh, by the time you saw me in KL uh, or the KL shows, I already performed the shows about uh, 41 times. Wow. Because I did Melbourne for a month. Then mm-hmm. I did Sydney. Then I did Brisbane. Then I did Adelaide. Then I did Perth. Then I did Hong Kong, Singapore, um, and then I did like KK, Kuching, Penang, and JB, and then I finally come back to KL. Wow! So by the time I perform in KL, which is, which is the show that I taped, so that yeah. I release clips on YouTube or Facebook. Yeah, I done the show forty-one times. That was wow. the one uh, in that uh, Manara Ken. Manara Ken, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know the show in and out. So like uh, that in the industry, that's what we call it. we are match fit. Oh yeah, yeah. When we you're reaching the peak, no, the we are like ready to go anytime. We're match fit. All, all our uh, our moves and our our flourishes all perfectly ready. Oh wow! Yeah. So because because I've been doing the show, I've been touring actively. Uh, yeah. I'm just curious when you go on tour and like yeah. in Australia and Hong Kong and all, the majority of your audience do you get like the locals from there or are there a lot of Malaysians who come out to your shows in those areas? Mostly Malaysians. Uh, I'm trying to change that. I mean, obviously, when I go to Australia, I hope more Australians come. Mm-hmm. Uh, but usually Malaysians and then followed by Singaporeans and other Asians. It's because your jokes are very Malaysian. Yeah. Not, not really. Some of them are quite... quite uh, Gener- Generic Asian. Uh, no, not even that. Some of them are... There's some <laughs> Asian material. Uh, which can be appreciated by other people. And then there are some rather generic stuff like, you know, people who fly in business class. Why, why, what, how do you say, like, why, why do we uh, hate uh, tourists from China? <laughs> Everyone can relate yeah, to that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be Chinese to know. To, yeah. to <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of that. So I think like next year, I'm trying to get more into the, the uh, how to say, the non-Asian market, you know, because mm. I, I don't just perform to Malaysians. I want to perform to other people, yeah, you know, yeah, you want to expand world your so, audience. The world is so wide, and Malaysians are just thirty million. So yeah, <laughs> true. And true. and do you hate it when someone comes up to you? Oh, you're a stand-up comedian. Can you tell me a joke? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a that's a really. Uh, it's like going up to YouTube. Hey, do, shoot me a video now. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you get it? What's what's your version of that question? Uh, it's like uh, I don't I don't know. It's like hey, oh, what's that version? My version of that question would be hey, can I feature me in your video? Uh? Oh, oh my, yes. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've seen it happen to you before. So like, it's like hey, man, do you, do you think I can be in your video? I'm I like, remember in the middle of a shoot, right? I yeah, remember I've, uh, we were shooting once at a. Caring farmer, no, no uh, what the 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 Watsons in uh pizza, yeah, 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 And then one girl came, hey, can I be in next? I want, to, I want to be featured in the next video. I'm like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> how do I politely say no without sounding like an idiot? <laughs> and then, then you said, oh, there's a form you can fill up. Go to the website. <laughs> <laughs> Remember. And I'm pretty sure there's no form to fill up. So let's go back. Like, where's this where's the form? <laughs> we, were, we were shooting. I mean, come on, man. Oh you know, uh, I mean, ask for a photo. That's fine. You know. Yeah. I. I recently. Uh, so that that is a question that comedians hate the most because number one, we can't tell you a joke. It's very different telling you a joke now to your face than being on stage. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. There's a lot of elements that are not present, like stage, light, sound, and uh, atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, one time I went to Kuching for a gig. I went to Kuching. I was doing my the, my harmful solo solo tour. I went to a lift, okay? Inside the lift was four people. Small lift, right? Four people. Mm. Where's it? And this is like, I can't write the sketch better. Like, for, what, go inside, first guy goes, hey, aren't you that, uh, there, that very famous singer? <laughs> <laughs> right? They said, no, 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 I'm a comedian. Ah, yes, yes, the comedian. Then the next guy. Ah, the comedian, right? Joshua Leong. <laughs> no, I'm uh, Jason Leong. Right? Oh, yeah, then third guy. Jason Leong, oh, hey, can you give us a sample? <laughs> sample. Uh, in a sample of your jokes. I said, no. Why don't you come to my show this tonight? The fourth guy. No, we've got other plans to do. <laughs> <laughs> Four guys. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Like, bef- and I just go up to the second floor. No? So from the ground floor to the second <laughs> floor, boom, 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 boom. Okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. Gosh, don't you hate it I when love people that do word. that? Yeah. Another one, another sample. favorite one is so that's one. Can you tell us a joke? I'm like just, I, I feel like strangling the person. Uh, another one. Re- uh, lately, I've been getting a lot, and I just only realized it's re- it's very rude. It's uh, and usually this happens after I do a do a gig, and mm-hmm. usually when the gig is good, then they ask me this question, right? Check this out. Like, hey, so Jason, uh, you studied to be a doctor, right? Oh, and now you be a comedian. Isn't it a waste? <laughs> oh, like you just straight, saw me. Shot you yeah, you just saw me do well, right? Like In a if, sold if, out. If I die, stadium. if I die, no, no, like a corporate gig or whatever. If uh, I die, okay. it's fine. I understand, but you just saw me kill. And isn't it a waste? Why is it a waste? <laughs> because they are all under the assumption that you know the, the career of a doctor is yeah. much more lucrative than an entertainer. Yeah, so I, I've never, I still don't know how to come back to. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, let's just get, let's just put it this way. Kevin Hart, okay, who is a oh comedian, a black comedian. Uh, let's just talk about Kevin Hart because, like, right now, I I can only think of him. Kevin Hart, I was just I just watched a video last night about how he was <laughs> basically flexing his thirty six million dollar collection of watches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, he he made what eighty million? Yeah, he, no more than that. He sells out the Madison Square Garden. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. insane. Jerry Seinfeld's uh, net worth is eight hundred million US dollars. Wow. Oh my god! But a lot of that comes from the TV show. The yeah, 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 okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah, Kevin Hart makes a lot, and uh, I remember once Louis C.K. said that when he goes on tour, he makes more money than if you were to do movies. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, because so of the, sh- the the shows you do it daily and the, yeah. the number. Albeit, of, of course, these people are at the the, the the at the top of the pyramid. Of course, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. but it's still quite reasonable to make decent amount if you're smart line. Your, your but Kevin Hart, I mean, I saw him grow. I saw him at the bottom where he was just starting out, and then he yeah. just went up, 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 and yeah. boom. He was he was he was a uh, uh, he just told his agent at, at the beginning is like just get me all the gigs. That you can, so that like, he played all the small venues, mm-hmm. and then uh, he just he just grew from there, you know. I think what people don't Same really like see is, Noah. is the hustle, the you grind. Know? Yeah, yeah, the grind. Like you said, you people go and see your show one night, but you've been doing what forty-one nights before you hit that yeah, one they don't night see, in KL. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like uh, like even like uh, someone like uh, Ronnie Chang, you know. Yes. Uh, oh he's, yeah. He's on the Daily Show. His Netflix special is out. He <clears throat> he he watch. Uh, he performed like what, thousands of people at, yeah. at uh, big theaters. I remember when he was just uh, uh, just starting out. Uh, I've I've seen photos of him performing to small rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen him do the small shows, and it's it's it. People don't see this anymore. They, they yeah. They 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 think that uh, a superstar just made just boom like, just night, just appear right? out of nowhere. Yeah. 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 You know Rodney Chang. You're friends. You good friends with him. Oh, he's a yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah, and he's Malaysian. People don't know that. Yeah, but he the thing is uh, yeah I think he grew up in Johor Bahru, but he's uh, I consider him a citizen of the world because he's been everywhere. Yeah, it's been right. uh, Johor Bahru, Singapore, Australia. Australia. America. Yeah. yeah. So we, 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 we were in uh, New York for, for work and oh, then he reached out actually. Oh, nice. That's so um, nice of him. Yeah. Actually, he reached out before we were in the States. Then he's Ooh. like, hey, um, he watches our stuff. He's like, hey, love your work. Right. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And I was like, damn it, Ronnie Chang from Crazy Rich Asians freaking right. messaged us, you know. When did you when did you go? Uh last I think it was, it was last, last year. year. Last it was August. last year. So cool, uh, such a so cool cat. I, I I messaged him when I was in New York. Hey, you 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 cool to hang, you know? Are, are you cool to meet up and just like and he said, Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. he brought us out to I'm not sure where in New York, but some place in Chinatown, which was quite hipster. A cafe is quite <laughs> nice. And there he came and then then only then did I realize, oh, I'm actually from JB. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. All this while I always thought that, you know. No, that is like in some Australia, way Australian yeah. and then went to America because you know, look, you see him on the Trevor Noah show, yeah. right? Even his accent is all Roja. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. No, you cannot pinpoint exactly sometimes where it's Malaysian, from. Sometimes Malaysian, sometimes Australian, sometimes Singaporean, oh, sometimes, sometimes American. American. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, what a, yeah, yeah. And it's such a cool cat. Yeah, and then he was like t- telling telling us about, you know, how he hangs out with you and yeah. the whole entire uh, stand-up comedy uh, yeah. uh, group or community in yeah. Malaysia and stuff like that. I was like, wow, this guy is so good. Like, look, this guy is like, I would say that he's Hollywood material already. Yeah, speaking about like the hustle, right? So he was telling us how like uh, uh, in preparation for his Netflix special, yep. he would he would do the circuit in New York, mm-hmm. five to six gigs a night. Wow. wow. So each one of them is like 10 minutes, 15 minutes spot. So he does five to six a night. Wow. And this is to, to, pra- to, to practice. Yeah, to practice. And that's why it's so good. If you watch a Netflix special, it's so smooth. Yeah. There's no uh, hiccups. There's no like... Uh, Starters, there's no like, and it's all perfect. Like what you said, uh, match, match fit, His right? match fit. Yeah. I, I was watching it last night, but I kind of felt, I mean, I mean, not to say it's bored. I was, I was bored. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> tired, I was tired. Cause, but before I was sleeping, I was really tired. Like, hey, yeah, all the, the, what, what the amazing, what it's an Asian destroys America. I watched, I was actually pretty funny. Yeah. And, and, and it doesn't look like he was actually reading from a script. It, it looks as though he yeah, was just, yeah. he yeah. was just like, you know, he was like, as if he was just like, Spontaneously roasting yeah. everyone. Yeah. That's co- that's what we call match fit lah. Oh like, wow! So good. Uh, uh, yeah, and I think I think we can all appreciate someone who, uh, how to say, from nothing, work hard and then achieve something. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? Like stand up comedy is something which you cannot be successful at because your father is famous. Right. Yeah, you if can't. You're not, if you're not funny, you, because you're your father's rich. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't. You same like YouTube. You can't. Just creative. That's the beauty of the creative industry. You. Yeah. Most of the time, you 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 have to be good on your own merit. You can't like your 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 father mother cannot give you a job somewhere and then you suddenly grow. You gotta yeah. be on your own. You have uh, to stand on your own feet, lah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So when, when's Jason Leon gonna go global? Uh, it's tough, no, because like I think the the biggest the next uh, big move for me would be try to get on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, that that seems to be a hard nut to crack for now. 
Uh, we'll see how things go. Next year, I'm going to go to New York for about a month. Wow. Uh, trying to uh, sort out some gigs over there so that I can go there and gig. Because uh, New York and LA are like the showcase cities. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm trying to get into, hopefully trying to get into JFL, Just for Laughs, Montreal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That is the stand-up comedy's most prestigious festival. Uh, it's invitation only. And um, when when the JFL Montreal is on, all the network... Uh, the industry movers and shakers They'll from, go there from to scout America la. goes to Montreal to scout. Yeah. Wow. So when you start flying in your own private jet, I just want a spot. Yeah. Uh, on a spot. I just, yeah. I just want a spot in the private jet because I've never <laughs> flown I'll, in a private jet. I think I'll take the toilet. I think the toilet seat. Yeah. The lavatory. You can put. Yeah. You can, you can put him in <laughs> the lavatory. The seat, I think fine. I'm closer to see the genie boy private jet. Wow. No way. <laughs> really no way. Blizzard on it. No. No. Look like we get hundreds and thousands. Okay. We get millions of views, but everybody watches it for free. Okay. People pay. People pay for your show, so that's the difference. If I were to go out and say that, hey man. Come and watch us live. Nobody will come. Don't even give us an But then again, but then again, like, but then again, I've, I've, I've always been like really, really scared to have these kind of live shows to have people pay because I've always, I'm always under the impression that people will not come. Ah, but speaking of live shows, uh, didn't uh, Jen did a, a yeah, she uh, did, yeah, she did, she did, she did. Uh, fucking killed it at the she, her own event. Did you go? Did you go? I, I was actually at a friend's wedding. I wanted to go. Same. I was at a friend's wedding. I yeah. Go. So she invited, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I want to go. But you know, when she said the date, I'm like, oh man, my friend's getting married. Not only I was at a friend's wedding, I was, I was performing at a friend's wedding, but yeah. I couldn't he go. He was minting it. No lah, free lah. Oh, free. I bet. I bet. Like every you friend, you right? Did you go? I was yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. killer, right? Sold out. Was like sold out. We didn't like. And the Fun. day, the day, yeah, we did yeah. day. It's one yeah. of the early bird tickets sold out. What? I mean, she sold out the show. Yeah, the place and the thing packed. is, she only limited it to five hundred because yeah. she said, "I don't think people will come." So this Jen, right? Yeah, she works so hard, right? And then she, 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 she's conquering the video scene on social media. Mm-hmm. Now live events, so she want to catch out. Dude, this <laughs> leave some for us. La. Yeah. <laughs> she's eating the whole pie already. Huh? Wow. She's eating the whole pie already. Yeah. The whole pie. She's eating the whole pie, then other people's pie is what it's taking. Hey, what's your dad? What's your dad? Can I taste it? Mm, quite nice, huh? <laughs> That's you, Jen. <laughs> Keep up the hustle. All right, man. Okay. That's correct. <laughs> Jason, you know what? Thank you so much for taking time off to come thanks, on the show. Thanks for having me. I want to come back again. Yeah, yeah. Yes, to, definitely. To, to really, we're like scraping like the surface <laughs> going to the contact list yes, nice, there's nice, so nice. much more that we I mean to be honest he only is five minutes away from the office la. oh yeah uh, from our studio okay so there's no excuse for him not to basically <laughs> come over, here and right. yeah and do a show with Black us Blackmail. yeah because there's so Kill much trick. more to be honest I feel like so much more that we can kind of like talk with Jason Young because like you know he's very I like you know what I'll leave it for the next episode but every time I read I read his posts on Facebook right I just giggle to myself his, and my wife Twitter? is like what's wrong with you and I show it to my wife and she giggles too you follow him on to talk about yeah him on Twitter. His Twitter account is on fire, man. Yeah. Uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at drjasonlsk. Yes. All right, man. There we go. Thank you so much for listening to us. Okay, today is the 26th of December coming to the end of the year. Most of them will probably be still outside looking at the solar eclipse that's happening. Finished it. Like. It's done. <laughs> la. Go home, okay? Thank you so much for listening to Mumak Sessions. Uh, you can stream us on Spotify. You can stream us on iTunes as well if you're on your iOS mobile. Uh, if you want to basically look at our beautiful faces and see how Dr. Jason Leong makes all of us laugh, uh, you can watch us on YouTube.com slash TV Hangouts. Follow us on our Instagram. It is Mumak Sessions. All right. Um, before we go, I just want to say have a very happy new year. This might be the last episode for this year, I think. Yeah. yeah, it is. It yeah, will be. be New Year. Jason, you're the last episode for 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the last one they thought of. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. Have a great one. Happy Speak to you next time. Woo.